0: hello and welcome to another oxford sandy and black pig group podcast as usual i'm your host andrew o'shea this week we're very lucky to have louise blencorn who's a um, a specialist pig vet talking to us about the signs of farrowing when to be concerned um, the impacts of covid19 on being a vet uh, and provides some good detail around african swine fever and how we can protect ourselves through basic biosecurity measures but before we listen to what louise has to say um, obviously times at the moment are quite troubling with covid19 we're all quite isolated um, you're still able to move your animals yeah, there is a uh, a license form that you need to carry with you that you can download from the ahdb website or from our website if you go to oxforsandianblackpiggrip.org there's a big red button in the top right corner that lets you download that form Um, you need that form Um, moving moving pigs whether you're collecting them delivering them to and from your holding or another holding or to an abattoir or even to a veterinary practice for for, um, health reasons Um, just want to say I hope everyone is safe and well given what the country's going through at the minute um the pork group's very active you'll notice that we have a new series called our cook-along um we're three episodes out so far we have uh, i'm showing us some w- recipes excuse me that's my uh, rooster making a lot of noise there in the background um we have kim showing us a recipe with uh, uh, soy sauce pork um we, we have Matt Knob showing us some Korean dish using some diced pork, amongst others. And we have, next week coming up, we have Breen Evans um, showing us a wonderful dish with some pork fillet. Right, let's have a listen to L- Louise Blencorn.
1: Good morning everyone, I hope you're well. Kim has very kindly asked me to do a quick podcast for you all, so I hope you enjoy it. My name's Louise Blankhorn. I'm a pig vet in East Yorkshire. I've been specialising in pigs for just over 10 years now. Uh, as you can hear from my accent, I'm originally from Northern Ireland. I grew up on a pig farm there. My granddad started um, the pig farm from scratch and grew it into a 400 side fire to finish unit with my dad. Um, Farrowing size uh, was always my job as I have the smallest hands. Um, And Speed of farrowing and knowing when to intervene is key to reducing the level of stillbirths. Uh, About 70% of stillbirths are born in the last one quarter of the birth order and that is due to hypoxia uh, or lack of oxygen. Um, So the interval um, between piglets is really important uh, to keep an eye on during the farrowing process. Just to note the uh, interval between piglets does reduce as the farrowing progresses and that's because the succulent behavior at the teeth will increase the oxytocin release uh, and it will speed up the uterine contractions. So the more piglets she has, uh, the more likely that the speed of farrowing will increase. So it will increase as the uh, farrowing progresses. So um, I normally wait about 40 minutes between piglets before checking for uh, any obstruction, i.e. a stuck piglet. Um, what I will normally do is we'll introduce a gloved hand uh, with plenty of lube um, and just have a quick feel before using any uh, kind of oxytocin. Um, that is absolutely key uh, to always check for an obstruction before using oxytocin uh, because if there is an, uh, an obstruction and you use oxytocin, there will uh, there'll be a risk of uterine rupture there. Uh, For those of you who don't have uh, oxytocin on hand, one trick uh, is just to rub your hand down the other line and what that will do, it will stimulate natural oxytocin release um, by simulating piglet suckling behaviour. One of the things to ensure the speed of farrowing is to make sure that your saw is in the correct body condition at the point of farrowing. Uh, Overfat size or older size generally have a slower farrowing process and, as such, will have a higher level of stillbirths. Um, overfeeding the psi before she farrows can also increase the risk of uh, a disease called MMA. So MMA stands for mastitis, metritis, and agalactia. So the mastitis is obviously the inflammation of the udder. The metritis is the inflammation of the uterus. And agalactia basically means no milk. Um, So one way to uh, avoid uh, or minimise the risk of MMA is to reduce feed levels before shafaros and what that does is it minimises the risk of utter congestion which uh, predisposes to the MMA condition. I normally uh, drop feed levels for three days before the size farrow to about two kilos per head per day. Now that's obviously uh, quite a low uh, feed uh, level at this point, and sometimes the size can become a little bit agitated. Um, So what you can do uh, to um, help them feel a little bit uh, better is add some bran in. Uh, So bran will help with the gut fill, it'll make them feel a bit better. Uh, and it will also um, minimise any risk of uh, constipation, which again will help with the uh, speed of farrowing. If you do uh, encounter uh, any mastitis, you feel a hot, hard, painful, swollen udder, or if the thigh is at all, offer feed after farrowing. Um, what I would generally do uh, with any cases of mastitis, if I could milk out the teeth, if they will let you do that, then I would do that. Uh, and I would also give some antibiotics. So I would give uh, an antibiotic such as pen and strep for four to five days. And on day one, I would also give an anti-inflammatory uh, such as loxacom or metacam. It's important to uh, get the inflammation out of the udder and also get the uh, side feeling a little bit better and uh, and eating well. Now uh, sometimes with these cases as I said the agalactia means no milk uh, and it's important that the piglets obviously get adequate uh, nutrition and colostrum intake so there might actually be a need to use oxytocin in the cases of uh, MMA as well. Um, obviously watch the piglets, uh, make sure that they have good uh, gut fill um, and size that possibly have MMA. Um, it would be worth just checking the piglets for good gut fill and um, potentially you may need to use supplementary milk or or, um, foster the size off if if she's struggling to uh, milk them herself. So a successful farrowing is just one of the challenges uh, that we face rearing pigs. Um, There are many others to mention, uh, particularly at the moment, obviously with the COVID-19 Um, As a vet, we're still trying to uh, do physical vet visits, uh, obviously, with um, our two metre social distancing, um, which isn't always easy. Um, And we're also uh, conducting uh, remote visits um, to suffice with the red tractor audits. Um, so we're still doing those um, other challenges that we're facing at the moment where there's a there's a lot of pressure, obviously, to reduce antimicrobial use. Uh, the commercial pig industry is phasing out uh, the use of zinc oxide. Uh, and also, don't forget that uh, African swine fever is drawing ever nearer the uh, German border. Uh, and I wanted to, if I may, uh, just go through some of the clinical signs of African swine fever and how you uh, can project, protect yourself and your farm uh, from, from this virus. So African swine fever is a viral disease um, affecting pigs. The clinical signs that you would, could expect um, for this disease, the pigs generally develop a high fever, they lose their appetite, uh, they become depressed. Um, it's particularly obvious on white-skinned pigs, um, a blue-purple discoloration of the extremities. Uh, you may also see discrete hemorrhages in the skin, especially around the ears and the flanks. Because of the fever, they tend to shiver, they might huddle, uh, and you might see some abnormal breathing, uh, possibly with a cough. Within a few days, unfortunately, they do become comatose uh, and die. Um, Pregnant size can abort um, and usually the disease spreads around the unit within days days to weeks. Uh, The virus is spread usually uh, pig to pig via direct contact or via pigs coming into contact with infected pork products. Uh, Unfortunately, African swine fever virus is not killed by cooking, by curing or by freezing meat. Uh, It will survive all those um, processes, uh, which is why it's so important uh, not to feed kitchen waste to pigs. Uh, now obviously that whole sounds very scary and African swine fever is a notifiable disease so if you suspect it you must report it to DEFRA. Um, there is no currently licensed vaccine in the UK, obviously trials are undergoing around, uh, around the world with that. Um, But there is some good news, uh, and the good news is that African swine fever is not respiratory spread. So if it comes onto your unit, it has walked onto your unit uh, with a pig, with a person, with an infected piece of equipment. Um, So the good news is that this means that you can protect yourself with good biosecurity. And this is something that we need to think about doing now, not waiting until African swine fever is confirmed in the UK. And this is because the MPA did a, a, quite a nice forecasting model on how long it would take us to diagnose African swine fever from the point of it entering the UK. And their estimate was uh, 40 days, which I found quite frightening um, that it would take us 40 days to actually diagnose it from the point of it, of it getting here. Because during that 40 days, there would be a tremendous amount of vehicle movements and pig movements. So the key is uh, get good at biosecurity and get good at it now. Uh, we need to be very proactive about uh, about this approach. Um, I could go on forever, and I very much just touched on a few topical issues, uh, but I hope you find my podcast beneficial. I'm going to be putting together some um, online interactive training sessions over the coming weeks, uh, so keep a lookout for those. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, take care and stay safe.
0: Well, I'm sure you all agree that was a fantastic podcast there from Louise, um, a, a pig vet specialist. Um, lots of useful information that we can use, um, especially when it comes to our rings. So, well, thank you very much for tuning in again to another podcast. Until next time, I've been Andrew O'Shea. Keep safe and happy pig keeping.